How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the StoryWorks Podcast. I am your host, Zach Gosen. And I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. And we make these statements freely. <laughs> Today we are talking about an awesome show that Andrew has been on my ass to watch. Him. I've been hounding him. Rightfully so, because it is a masterfully crafted show. It's beautiful, it's funny, it's suspenseful. It is Severance. Yes, Ben Stiller, executive produced and directed, uh, created by Dan Erickson. Yeah. Written by Dan Erickson? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Really fucking cool to see uh, Ben Stiller come into a a directing role like this. Dude, it's crazy. I know he does a lot of producing and stuff, but I can't think off the top of my head like a lot of projects he's directed. When I looked up his production company, the movies that I were seeing were like Tropic Thunder, Zoolander. Right. Like Like, it's the comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this was like. To see the shift into something much different. Yes, for sure. I mean, when you showed me the trailer and then I saw fucking produced and directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah, I was man. Like, he did Are you uh serious? I think he did like 5 of the 9 episodes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was him and one other director. Um Yeah, this the show is a trip. I've only watched 2 episodes, so we're kind of going into an overview and just kind of what we like Dip about it so far. In, yeah. Andrew has finished it. I finished it twice. So twice, yeah, he's got he's got the extra insight on it. So and I've listened, and we're and and we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna plug another podcast here. Actually, put respect. Uh, the sever the severed the severed podcast. Oh man, it's it's the ultimate. It's not like a necessarily a companion podcast. Like it's not yeah. made by Apple TV or anything like that. It's just made by a fan of the show. It's a spiritually. Um, uh... <laughs> yeah, and man, like, yeah. it's it's an it's like the ultimate deep dive. It goes line by line, scene by scene, goes deep into like the the cast and crew and what other projects they've worked on before, the inspirations behind the show for Dan Erickson. Yeah. Ben Stiller's thoughts on it like as he uh was pitched the idea basically. That's cool. Yeah. Uh Super cool, super cool podcast. Very, I mean, it's, I think it's 12 episode podcast or something like that. Okay, gotcha. Each episode's about an hour or so long, maybe a little longer. So uh, there's a couple episodes that are not fully centered around like episodes, like episodes of seven. There are, well, there are certain episodes that are like, like the the premiere is a two parter. Like, like, gotcha. The first episode covers the first half of. Episode one. Okay. The second episode covers the second half of episode one. I like that. I like that a lot. He goes like deep in. Yeah. <laughs> each episode is very split. You yeah, know? very much so. But yeah, so shout out to the Severed Podcast. Check it out. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is like like a, a spiritual companion piece, you know? Mm-hmm. Check out check out an episode and go to the pod. I was kind of doing that when we watched The Last of Us too. The um, Yeah, no, I definitely was listening to the last of us podcast Dude, troy baker that was fucking sick. i fucking love troy baker man he's, he's my, so he's, good this is my fucking guy this is my guy 
Mead at Adam Scott right now Dude, after this insane performance. Incredible performance by Adam Scott in this series, man. Fantastic. Anytime I see him, all I can think of is uh, Derek. I know. From Step Brothers. Comedic roles. That's, you know, and, and Derek is the first for me, too. That's the first movie I ever saw him in, Step Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we get into it a little deeper, let's just kind of drop you know the main like the like story the premise yeah the premise of sever for anyone who hasn't got into it yet that may be listening yeah i mean imagine if you will uh you you can undergo this procedure uh that basically cuts your memory in half um you 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 don't have any memories when you go into work you you become a different person essentially And when you're at work, you have no memories of the outside world. Immediately fucky. Just like right off, right off rip. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole company that has an, like an entire floor of these employees who go into work. And for them on the outside, their perspective is they go into the elevator and then they come out and they, they're, they go home and it's, Eight hours later. I can't. It hurts me to think about the concepts in this show. Whereas the the work persona, the innie, if you will, uh, never leaves. They never get to leave and go home. That's the truly terrifying concept. They, go, they come in for their shift, and then they go into the elevator, and then they the door opens, and they're back for their shift. I, I can't. I don't like that. So it's tomorrow. Uh, it's actually Monday. A weekend has passed. I love that. Yeah. It, it It's fucking nuts. And it's so crazy. It's nice that they they have, you know, that character that you're referring to. Helly. Um, Helly. As the character we can relate to the most mm -hmm. as if we're just going into this experience as well. Yeah. And we're learning with her how this shit works. Well, yeah, I mean, we, the show opens with her. Exactly. Yeah. Super effective scene too. I mean, it, it's very grasping. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> Fucks up the introduction. Um, so what drew you to this show when you first heard about it? I mean, honestly, I, I understand the concept enough is like holy shit yeah. that's wild so i got it as like uh i got a trailer for it as like an ad on youtube oh good old classic advertising yeah and uh, you know it was like the whole like two minute trailer two and a half minute trailer and i just didn't skip it because i was like okay i'll check this out this you saw adam cool. scott first yeah right? i was like Derek. i was like oh i was like he's in this and i started watching the trailer and then it just gets crazier and crazier yeah and I was like, what is this concept? I love it. And I always meant to watch it. Because I think I saw trailers for it when it first came out in like 2020. Gotcha, yeah. <clears throat> but it was Apple TV, so. But it was Apple TV. And I didn't have Apple TV. And I wasn't really going to get Apple TV. Wasn't time. Yeah. Um, he wasn't ready to watch Ted Lasso yet. No, no. Um, anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Um, <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> but then eventually, 
I was able to watch it uh, with my friend Dan, with our friend Dan. Yeah. And cause he he had watched it, and he was all about it. He was like singing its praises. Our friend Ben watched it, and he was like, "Yeah, no, this show's crazy. You got to watch this." Yeah. Um. So I got it, and then you know, there's thanks to owning a PlayStation Five. This literally, is good. Yeah. Literally, just you own it. So here you go. Have six months of Apple TV for free. That was. It's pretty cool. That's a pretty. It's a good off offer to take advantage of. Yeah, for, for sure. any PS Five users yeah, out there. Definitely, it, especially if you're listening to this and you go, "Oh, this concept sounds pretty cool. I want to watch Severance." Check you, it out. If you have a PS Five, get that trial, baby. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I just watched it on there, and I was blown away by pretty much everything about it. Oh yeah. By the end of it, my jaw was just like consistently dropped. Dude, man. Yeah, being at episode two, I don't know anything. You know what I and mean? And like doing a rewatch and seeing all the different things that happen. And, yeah. And characters and interactions that they have in like the light of having, of like knowing where everything goes. Right. Whole new experience. It's so good. It's so good. See things piecing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like going back and watching like prisoners again or yeah, something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is crazy. The the pilot really hooks you, I think, from the first scene. Uh it's, Dude, it's I'm waking intense. up on that table. Yeah. Um, just some like overarching thoughts about the show from what have I I've experienced and what I really enjoy about it to recommend to other people. Um it's shot so Dude, beautifully. The cinematography, man. Like the color grading is so good. Um, I love the palettes throughout the scenes. Like this this office space they're in is like very like dark greens. Dark greens, white, like yeah. cubicle white. Yeah. It's um, such an it's such an odd it's like, space. It's like displaced from time. It's so strange, uh, but I love it. It's oh, great. Yeah. Production design's great. Like this building that they found to Dude. be um, the, the corporation, the Lumen headquarters, is just so menacing. This they, they mega really... monolithic building. Yeah, you'll know it when you see it. It's just you look at it and it's scary. Go. That's where we need to shoot this <laughs> show. Dude, like the drone shot in the first episode yes. coming up. Oh, it's so intimidating, and it's just tiny. Tiny Mark walking into work, and then he walks in, building. and it's a yeah, and it's just a huge empty space, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. It's just crazy. So the, I mean, cinematography is just fantastic. I love the characterization of like pretty much every character as well. Yeah, like the way like Dylan is so incentive pilled. Uh, Dylan is the, yeah is he the he's the finger trap guy yes okay yeah oh my god Irv is you know such a stickler for the rules yes John yes, Turturro I also man something's going on with Irv I don't know what's going uh, on with Irv uh oh yeah <laughs> I don't know what's happening I know I'm only two episodes in <laughs> dude and it, it's so, episode two gets so wild. Like it's like even a step up from the first one, which you would expect, but it's just like you don't know in what ways it's exactly. gonna get crazier. Exactly. How does it get crazier? And then it's time to go to the break room. Oh <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, man. Um, 
visuals fantastic ben stiller killed the directing with this um the the theme song is so haunting and yes unsettling but but beautiful at the same time i love it uh i really enjoy it just when you hear that piano the oh it's just perfect yes it gets stuck in my head it's i swear to god i went to sleep with that (laughs) like playing in my head last night beautiful beautiful yeah uh it's just it's really good and and the actors are incredible they just have outstanding performances from for sure i mean i've never seen uh adam scott in in a role like this in like a serious role yeah and i'm sure you know there's things out there it's just haven't come to my attention i've always seen him in funny stuff Mm -hmm. you know uh he was in parks and rec yeah yeah um this is just really different, and it's really awesome to see him pull into something different and uh, just play a sad, park. fucked up person. Dude, he just wants people to think he's a fucked up person. He really fucking does, man. Poor guy. Poor Mark Scout. Yeah, Mark Scout, dude. Um, Christopher Walken is in this. <laughs> like, in this. I haven't seen Christopher Walken in anything for a while. I love him. I Love him so much. I just got his introduction last episode. Awesome. Good old, good old Bert. Good old Bert, dude. You met Bert? He's a fuck. He's a fuck. Bert's, Bert's not, a, not fuck. a fuck. He's so like stern on it. I it's love so it. So good. Um what are some other things, man? Like other just broad strokes about it that you really enjoy before we get deep into it? Um I really liked that they, this is something that like you learn, I learned at least from the Severed podcast, uh, they filmed it all like on location in the middle of winter so they could have like real, that authentic, that authentic yeah, feel. Yeah, like that way it felt like, you know, okay, we're in the middle of winter, there's yeah. snow on the ground. Uh, there's a lot of big sweeping shots, so yeah. And I just I just respected that as opposed to like doing fake snow and yeah. trying to make it look like winter and for sure yeah actually going out there and doing I it I think that was like a Ben Stiller decision he was like we gotta do this in like February for sure <laughs> dude I mean yeah hell yeah it really adds to it you know I mean who needs makeup to make them look like they're cold just make just your make actors cold. cold yeah <laughs> pretty much pretty much. Honestly, though, it's it it adds a lot to to productions. I we we say it all the time. I, I would rather see things done real instead of throwing like some VFX over yeah. top of it. Um, anything else on your end? I just like I'm just like constantly stunned by the production design and in that in the building, dude. Like it's it's so crazy. The the maze like hallways yes. that lead to this otherworldly space that is the office it's just very unsettling the first time mark enters and you get that like minute and a half long walking scene of him just how many takes did they have to do like it's so hard not to look at a camera when it's right in front of you for that yeah and he doesn't it's nuts it's nuts they probably got somebody up behind the camera going like eyes up here eyes up here eyes up here yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um yeah dude 
production design just is is fucking fantastic. Um, as an overview, I think that's pretty much what I got. I yeah. can't recommend it enough. It is gripping. It's intense. It gives me almost constant anxiety. <laughs> and that yeah. means it's a good show. <laughs> it's making me feel um, something. Something. <laughs> I don't know what's coming. But I'm just fucking scared. I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm and I'm scared. scared. So yeah, let's let's dive into it, man. Let's dive into it. All right. Episode one. Episode one: The Good News About Hell. What a what an episode name. That's yeah. For, for starters, that's <laughs> insane. The good news about hell is that you don't remember any of it. I guess. Yeah. Well, really out of you. I, well, I think it's a reference to uh, what Miss Cobell says to to Mark. Yep. My mother was an atheist. And she said, there's good news and bad news about hell. Yep. Oh, my God. The good news is that it's not real. But the bad news is that human beings can create anything they imagine. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. That's a scene. Thanks. <laughs> Man, I mean, this this just this show opens up with with uh, Mark just sobbing in his fucking car. Well, it opens up with Helly on the table. Oh, right. Right. That's how it opens up. And then after that, after you get, get to that. the title card. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah. No, the opening is much that that's what hooks you, man. Yeah. He all you it's a black screen like the screen's black and then all you hear is Who are you? Who are you? What? <laughs> and then she's and then just she's, waking up, dude. The the she's bird's eye laid out on the table above the table. Man, that shot was fucking good. Yeah. So good. Waking up in like a conference room on a table. Yeah. What? Yeah. She has no idea where she is. Who's talking to her? Yeah. She gets up and she's like having trouble walking, dude. Dude, I mean, you figure out more about that in episode two. Yeah. Um, She's all but yeah, this is the first in. day of work at Lumen. This is yeah, how this the, goes. Welcome to orientation. Welcome to the orientation on the so, I'm sorry, floor. it seems I got ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah. He skipped the fucking... Uh, preamble. <laughs> the, the preamble. Who are you? Five questions. But it's it's a very scary situation to to open this show on this yeah. this um this girl is confused, she doesn't know who she is, she can't remember she can't remember her mom's eye color. Dude, the, those questions are like they they get you, man. It's like you really are losing who you were. What is your name? What state were you born in? Yeah. Name any state. Yeah. What is Kier Egan's favorite breakfast? And then, what is the color of your mother's eyes? Dude. You know what that kind of reminded me of? Hmm. Possessor. Yeah. You remember that? Like, after mm-hmm. after she would get done possessing somebody. Yeah, she'd have to do, like, the personality check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy, man. It's like to make sure that the severance procedure went smoothly. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. 
basically a new person is kind of born yeah within uh this facility yeah it's a it's a separate self for sure and that i i think that becomes like one of the main kind of plot points of the show is like yes cuz like later on in this episode mark is at the dinner table and they are talking and 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 the one lady's like, oh, I just I wonder how I would always be wondering about the other the other one. Yeah, what what are they? And up Mark to? just says, there is no other one. It's me. I I go in and I do the work. Yep. He very much is like, we're not separate people. Yeah, he's super like yeah. Whereas like, and also his his work self yeah. is is also like. Oh, you get to leave at five. Like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Like they're both kind of okay with, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, he even he says, you know, I, I was on the same table you were exactly. And a disembodied voice asked me who I was, and I couldn't remember. And I told him that I would find him and kill him. Yeah. And then she's like, "Did you find him, or did you kill him?" And he's like, "No, that voice turned out to be Petey, and he became my best friend." So there is a life to be had here. That's insane. This is insane. This is insanity. Just to hear. And I love that she's like so with the audience. Helly's yes. character. She's like, um, no, this is weird. I don't like He became this. my best friend. Throws the fucking He tries to in. read the fucking thing about yeah. severance. And she picks up the like desk speaker yeah dude <laughs> drills his ass with it god jesus man um mark just... i would like to leave the building now <laughs> ask me one more time dude and then yeah then i'm like okay there. she gets to leave she gets to leave she gets sure. to leave. and they go to the hallway and he stops and he's like all right there you go there's the exit right on through those doors let me I get can't, like m- I can't see you. I can't watch you leave. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? What? And then yeah, dude, those shots of her leaving. That's one of my favorite shots that I've seen in the show so far. It's just nuts. They make it look like she's going one way, like she pushes out to go out and then it's just she's she's walking in there. through the yeah, through the door that she just opened back in. I have not gotten to look. I wanted to look up how they got that fucking shot. Dude, I can't remember how. I think they talk about it in the Severed Podcast. They do? I think so. Um, I have to listen to the pod, man. But yeah, that shot is crazy. Oh, it's so fucking cool, dude. It's just like, you don't see shit like that very often. Also, to just talk about like the, how like fucked this is. This she Her immediate first thought of what happened to her when she's talking to Mark in the conference room is, am I, am I food? Oh my God! She said, "Am I livestock? Did you grow me f- for livestock?" And he's like, "You think that we grew you and gave you consciousness and <laughs> did your makeup and dressed you for livestock?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't know you." I mean, honestly, I yeah. Guess. He's like, like, "Good lord!" It's a weird thing to say, but it's like when it's, you're in her dude, shoes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Did you? Did you make me? <laughs> yeah, dude. And then. Dude. And then from there, you they go meet uh, Miss Cobell. 
And uh, well, yeah, I mean, we're just kind of blowing through Heli's like orientation. We didn't even talk about Mar- after the title card and Mark crying. Yeah, that's when we get his, you know, his side of things. His entrance into right. his, his work day. He gets his little, you know, 15-minute pre-work cry in, <laughs> pre-work sob. Listen, man, we've been there, right? We have. We've all been there. We have been there. <laughs> I feel you, Mark Scout. I feel you, Mark Scout. You just got to get it out and get, go in and get it over with. Yep. Um, and then he just fucking goes right in, dude. You know, he wipes his face. Building. Yeah, he's got his little handkerchief or yep. whatever. Pockets it, goes in. This is also the anniversary. Like, the, it's coming up on the anniversary of his wife's death. Yes. As well. Yes. So our, our man's is extra upset. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then he goes in, gets to his work locker, takes off his boots, puts his coat away, has to put on a different pair of shoes. A different watch? Yeah. Like, Dude, this has, is insane. He takes off his ID badge and replaces it with like a blue card. Yeah. And then, yeah, has to take off his nice watch and replace it with like a, a watch with no features on it. Yeah. Like what is happening? Jesus Christ. And he's so dead in the face while he's doing all this. Yeah. And then he gets into that elevator, man. And that that shot is one of the coolest ones for me. Yes, yeah, I love it. It's like that um, when he when you enter into the severed floor, it like space like kind of distorts behind yeah. his head, yeah, a little bit to like signify the transition. It's so cool because it's not anything super flashy. It's just like. They they make it unsettling just enough to be like, oh, okay, yeah. It's pretty good. It's happened. That's like um, either pulling the camera out while zooming in I or think going that's what they did. in while pulling out. Um, pretty sure Spielberg was the first to do that in Jaws. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, when uh, it's it's when uh, I think of the first attack scene. Um, okay, okay. It's a really long one, like yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like super small, and just just to signify that the switch has happened, and it's super effective. I really enjoyed it. And then yeah, Mark Mark Scout is gone, and Mark S has arrived. Mark S. And man, he's just going about his day. He gets he he's happy to be there. Uh, yep. And then we get that minute and a half long walking shot. <laughs> And he's just, he pulls out, he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out the tissue the that tissue, he was using. Yeah. And he's like, what the, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And he throws it away. And then for the rest of the walk, he's going. <coughs> he's a sniffly boy. It's like a, getting a cold on the outside and then coming in feeling like that. Yeah. And you just don't really know why you feel like it's, that. Dude. It's fucked up. It's crazy. It's it's just it's fucked up, man. It's so bad. <laughs> it's I it's can't. It's so bad. Talk about um ethics, right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> um so th- so you get you get the orientation from Mark's perspective and get to meet his coworkers. Right. Dylan um, and Irv. I f- I don't what's, I love her. Hi kids, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? No. God damn it, Irv. 
Oh my god. I can't remember. I know Dylan's actor's name is Zach Cherry. Oh, okay, cool. Zach Cherry is his name. Another Zach. Mm-hmm. We're we're mind melded. There it is. Name brother. <laughs> name name brother. I'm glad, I'm glad you're, you're here. Here, name brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, we we get that flushed out. We get to see um what they do at work. You know, yeah. it's not really explained too much in episode one. Except they're turning on their la- their computers yeah. and and Dylan is. Uh, almost done with the Tumwater file, whatever that means. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and then, and then Mr. Milicek comes in. Oh. Hi, Mr. Milicek. I don't like Mr. Milicek. Good old. What do you mean? He's just their like middle management, like boss. You know what I mean? He's like. He's fucking scary, dude. I hate it. I hate him. He sucks. We don't. He's a nice guy. But he can't because he because he can't always be a nice guy. Oh my god. Uh, and then yeah, they go. He takes Mark out to go see their boss, Miss Cobell. Miss Cobell. And uh, the board is with us. The board is with them. It's a little. What an odd scene. It's so off-putting, dude. The little fucking. Desk speaker, yes, like a, it's got like a camera in it, I think, or something. Yes, and they just they basically just have like an amp cord that they plug in. Yeah, the board will not be contributing to this meeting vocally, dude. It's oh, do just you know what her actress's name is? Patricia Arquette. Patricia Arquette. Holy shit, she. Is intimidating. Dude. She she brings a presence yeah. on screen, and you just don't want to be. She's got near her. she's got big like dommy mommy vibes. <laughs> big dommy mommy vibes. The board will not be contributing. <laughs> Are you mad at me, dude? You can request a handshake. May I have a handshake, please? <laughs> like he's like. I love that scene. Dude, it's so good. He he's like proud of himself. He really like this this Mark S is just yeah, I mean, in we, this yeah, job. So yeah, we learn that uh well before he gets called out, we learn that Petey, the fourth member of their group, uh isn't there. Yes, sir. And then he gets called out and Miss Cobell tells him that Petey is no longer with the company. He he is assuming that Petey's out sick and that right. he's gonna be in charge for the day and she cuts him off and is like, Petey's no longer with this company. And he's like, what? I said, Petey is no longer with this company. And then Mr. Milchek's in the background. He's like, I'm sorry, Mark. You two are one of my favorite office friendships. Oh, my God. It's so weird. <laughs> They're just controlling these people. You said he's... he does not look real. He doesn't look. <laughs> they're making him look. He's so just fake. Like, everything. He's He has this in the trailer, fake sincerity. At the end of one of the trailers, he's talking to Mark, and he's like, you have to be able to make your eyes look kind. Do you know how to make your eyes look kind, Mark? Wow, yeah, I haven't gotten that line yet. Yeah. Holy shit. He's fucking, oh, God. I don't even know what's going to happen. You know, I'm on episode two. 
<laughs> God damn, dude. But yeah, so so we get the scene of Mark being promoted to uh, department chief. He has to trade in his blue key card for a blue key card. Oh my God, it's the same fucking one, dude. I was like, are you serious? And then, yeah, she hits him with the, a handshake is available upon request. Yeah. And then I love that he, His he delivery on I, Yeah, it. I love that he, it's not an immediate like, oh, thank you, can I have a handshake? It's like, uh, thank you. Can I have a handshake? It's like he's, he, he... <laughs> It was like he it was, feels like he deserved it, but he's also just like, I don't know, I don't know how to like nail that dude, performance. These characters feel like children. It's insane. No, you're right. You're right. I saw that a lot more in episode two. Like Mark S is two years old. It's kind of insane. It's it's crazy. Irving is also how he's old? Three, is he's he's worked he's three? worked there for three years. Yeah. Okay. Dude. <laughs> But yeah, so then after after that happens, they go back to the the back to macro data refinement. Macro data refinement. That's that's their position. And then in the goddamn labyrinth. Dude, in the labyrinth, yeah. And then uh get to see the video that Heli R's Audi made for her. Yep. Audi. Got Audis and Innies, man. Audis and Innies. It's very, um, it's just so weird. She's sitting there watching herself, and she seems so happy when she's in the video interview. I was going to say, that's like the, that's like your little exposition dump on what severance is. Yeah. Because Mark doesn't get to like really describe it during the uh, orientation meeting. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, because she she gives the whole, I'm I'm electing to undergo the procedure colloquially known as severance. I'm aware that... uh, this surgery is irreversible. Yes. I'm aware that my memories will now be spatially dictated. What a fucky sentence, dude. Whenever I am on the severed floor. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I make these statements freely. With like a weird kind of not so happy, like the smile, again, it just feels fake. And then you just, and then you hear Mr. Milchuk go, great. All right, that's a wrap. And then he and then he stops the recording. And he's like, "All right, go on." Yeah, go on to your desk. He's like a fucking, like a daycare worker, like a scary one. You don't want like a bad teacher. Yeah. Yes. Um. Jesus. And then, you know, that's like the first... What, does anything else significant happen? In the first episode? Um, I mean, like, for the, like the, that's like the first half, right? Of the first Pretty episode. Pretty much, yeah. Because then af- after that, I don't think anything else happens. Until uh, he leaves. Yeah, and then he leaves and he runs into Heli outside. Yeah. Almost hits her with his car. Because he, he gets to his car and he realizes... There's a little note on oh his my God. windshield, yeah. and he takes it out, and it's like from Lumen, and it's like, hey, uh, you sustained a minor injury to the temple af- uh, changing a water cooler. Yeah. Here's a complimentary uh, like be- like meal in the VIP section at Pip's Pub and Grill. <laughs> 
pips, dude. It's... And then he like feels his temple, and he's like, "What the hell? I have a band aid here." Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I mean, you, for one, yeah, they lied. They lied to you. You don't know what's happening to you in there, man. And um, as as Mark will say, that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, they run in, and he's driving out, he and he's like runs her ass temple, over. and yeah, she's got flowers, and she's like, "Hey." Maybe watch where you're going on the icy road. Yeah. And he's just like, I said sorry. Sorry. And then, yeah, he goes home and gets drunk. They stagger their exits. They stagger your exits? <laughs> you can leave at 5. Well, 5.15. 5.15. Five <laughs> and then, yeah, he goes home and he gets drunk. My man gets home, Dude. sits in the dark, and immediately opens yeah. up a beer. There's like two lights on, and they're not where he's at. No, he's got like a light above his like kitchen island, and then he's got a light like inside his fish tank. Yeah. Yep. And that's like all the light that he has in his little uh, lumen house. Yeah, subsidized property. Jesus. And then yeah, you get the. He's just kind of drinking on the couch, and then you hear, knock, 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 motherfucker. Open up. Goes to the door, and his sister's there. It's his sister. (laughs) Hits him with a, you forgot, didn't you? She's like, hey. (laughs) He's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, she goes, you you forgot. (laughs) He's like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I really like his relationship with his Me sister. Me too. That's, I think, the most human you see uh, Mark's Audi, you know, his yeah. actual personality. Um, They have a really fun relationship. They poke at each other. It's mm-hmm. very... Uh, very personal. sibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sibling rivalry. You can tell that they're, they're like, a close... Uh, yeah. Pair. For sure, yeah. And then, and yeah, they go to, he's like, she, she's like, you want to put some pants on? <laughs> yeah, right. Because it's, yeah, they're going to a, a fucking, dude, dude, fuck that dinner, dude. dude. <laughs> so ridiculous. She drives him up, and then, yeah, you get to meet her husband, the my best. man, the yeah. absolute goat, the greatest to ever do it, Rickon. Fucking Rickon, dude. Dude, when he, they pull up, and he's like, hey, Rick. And Rickon's like, ah, oh, no, no, come on, you know, it's Rickon, it's Rickon, come here. It's yeah, I know. Like <laughs> he corrects him like in a happy way. It's Rickon. I love him. I love him. Come here. I love him so much. He's oh such my a fucking God. airhead. I know, but it's like <laughs> he talks so like as if he's intelligent. Yeah, it's so goddamn <laughs> funny, dude. And yeah, he, so it turns out we're going to this dinner where. The the meal isn't for our 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 stomachs. It's for our brains. We're having an intellectual dinner. I hate it. And and it's it's Rickon and, and like his. I don't know if it's like his followers or people who are just like cool with him or what. Yeah, but it's like a like minded crowd. Right. They all talk like college professors or some shit that's what kind of what i thought i was like i was reading a dissertation on, on the long-term right. effects of uh death in world war one war porn i know <sighs> jesus for real dude 
oh, it was killing me. And they definitely put you in as like you are Mark, and yeah. that like as the viewer. You just feel him. you feel as uncomfortable as he does. Yeah, as you're all like, this is going on. This is dude happening? is trying to sound so fucking smart by going like, "Oh yeah, apparently it would have been a faux pas to call it World." They did. They didn't call it World War One. It would have been a faux pas. Oh my and, god! And <laughs> Mark, who was a World War, like he says it to Mark, who is a World War One like history professor. He taught yeah. at college before he came to Lumen. He's like, uh, yeah. They, well, they wouldn't have called it World War One because World War Two <laughs> hadn't happened yet, dude. And the dude's like, "Oh, yeah." Everybody, everybody's like, "Oh, yeah." She's like, "What the Good fuck, point. dude?" Like, what the hell? The lady immediately goes, "So." <laughs> oh man! And then I heard. Mark's yeah yeah because yeah. well because Rickon is like Mark uh, taught Mark's late wife Gemma was a professor in Russian literature at the same college yeah uh, but Mark's a Lumen man now and then they just everybody there is like yeah. oh so do you make the pharmaceuticals oh are you in this department I thought they did this they kind of do a little bit of everything right they're just all talking over him yeah yep he's like no nah, I'm in like the records department. And then they're like, oh, so you know all the dirty little secrets. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no. And then, and then Rickon. Rickon, you fucking moron. Rickon, the, I, the, I love him, but goddamn, you, you idiot. idiot, dude. He's like, ah, no, well, Mark's, what Mark does is actually uh, sensitive enough that he has had to undergo the, it's like, as he says yes. it, he like, knows that he's fucking up. Very much so, he's like, dude. He's had to undergo the severance procedure yeah he's like and then yeah and then the one chick dude she's like goes in on him dude i'm activated i'm activated just starts grilling his ass what's just like the immediate you know ethical concerns Mm -hmm. they're they're like uh yeah what would happen what happens to the other one i i think it's fascinating really I, i i would just always be thinking about the other me and he's like, there is no other me. Yeah, that's when he goes hard into that. He he gets he gets pretty defensive. Well, yeah, because they start talking about it all, and then and he, they start grilling him, and they're he's like, I leave at like five fifteen. They stagger us, and she's like, oh, they stagger you, they stagger you. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Uh. And they're talking about like I don't even know what the I guess I just don't grasp the visceral element of it. Uh. Like asking what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And then the one, the dude who was like, war porn, I know. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, I think I can explain this one for you, Mark. Huh? And he starts talking about how, you know, yeah, your, your memories are separated. So your work self has no memories of your outside world. And, and, and it's almost like they're trapped there. And then, like, Mark looks at him. Yeah. And he's like, well... Not trapped, but and then Mark cuts him off and hits him with the, but what? Yeah, what were you gonna say? Not trapped, but but what? Ouch! And then, but then Rickon comes in with the look. Yeah, right. He's got us. Mark made a decision. Yeah, a very controversial. (laughs) 
morally questionable God decision. But Mark, I just want you to know that I stand by you no matter what. Oh my God. And then everybody around the table is like, oh yeah. The one chick who's Dude. like her she's just like <laughs> so, like not there yeah right she's like oh yes I I, I, I stand behind Mark yeah like what the <laughs> fuck like, what was this and Mark's just like um thank you that's very sweet yeah for real I and they it's, keep talking yeah. about their like intellectual dinner and I love that it hard cuts from them talking about like food for the brain yeah. to Mark's sister cutting a sandwich. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, fucking, let's eat some fucking food. She says, if I give you $3,000, will you forgive me? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. He said, well, since your child has nothing to do with this, I'll wait until they're born to kill you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, dude, then we get the, the, dude, the fucking dude, funniest scene dude. in episode I, This one. is why I love Rickon, man. Oh, my God. She's like, yeah, you, you should stay with us. You've, you've had a little bit to drink. And he's like, I'm not staying with you. Hard cut to Mark in pajamas sitting on a race car bed. Love it. Love it. As Rickon is like... Next to him. He's like, sorry, the, the twin doesn't have... I haven't finished the sheets for the twin bed yet. Yeah. But this one's nice. It's like he's fucking like hand crafting hand the woven, sheets. Yeah. My man's has all three beds like for childhood development Dude, in one says, room. Well, the pajamas are hand woven on a loom, so you should sleep well. Yeah, right. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? And then yeah, he's like I just don't understand why there are three beds. It's like, "Oh, yes, well, uh, his sister's like one of Rickon's friends told yeah. him. <laughs> I love that she's like one of Rickon's friends told him about the effects that this could have. Oh my god! And he's like, yeah. Apparently, uh, if you give, if you if you swap out your child's beds as you as they age, you can yeah. traumatize them. But if you provide them with all, all of their beds, yeah, <laughs> with all of their needs at the at the start, the transition will be much smoother, dude. Fucking insanity. <laughs> oh my and then, god. And then I he love gets it. nice and close to Mark. Yeah. And he's like, he fucking grabs his foot, dude. Grabs him on the grabs foot. And he's him like, on the foot. I think people really liked you tonight, Mark. Dude, why? That fucking line, dude. Rickett is so. I love him. He's I love him. Just so goofy, dude. <laughs> grabs his foot. I think people really enjoyed you tonight, Mark. And then he leaves. And he leaves to go, and he's like, good night. <laughs> Jesus. When we get introduced to the window man. <laughs> Not the window man. New sleep paralysis demon unlocked. The window man. He's right there with the hat man. Yeah. Mark can't sleep, so he goes out to get a drink of water. And as he's looking out the window, he sees the window man. Just a dude in a suit. Standing in his sister's yard. Yeah, dude. And then, a uh, like a car drives by and shines a bright light. And by the time he looks back again, he's gone. And he stays up the rest of the night. Yeah, dude. I feel it. That's fucking <laughs> yeah, horrific. His sister comes down and he's like, "There was a 
businessman in your yard last night. Yeah, dude. And she, I mean, she's like a businessman. And then she like tries to play it off yeah. with a joke, and he's like, I'm serious. She's like, there was somebody in my yard last night? Just yikes. It's played off well, though, because then she rationalizes, like, oh, there's a bar down the yeah, road. Yeah, she's like, there's a bar down the road. It was probably just a stumbler. Yeah. Um, and then Mark goes home. Marco's Dude, home. the trash cans. The trash he's cans. He's constantly on the phone with Mrs. Selvig. Yeah, Mrs. Selvig. And and he's doing, you get to see him do his gutters. Yeah. He's cleaning his gutters. He doesn't even get to enjoy his time off. No. You know, no. And, and when he's not doing that, he's sitting in the dark and drinking. drinking. Yeah. It's fucking sad, dude. Yeah. Like, you, you get drunk in the dark. You wake up in the morning. And then you go skip eight hours of your day. And then you get drunk in the and dark. And you get again. drunk in the dark. Jesus, dude. Like, that is so... And it's winter. That is so fucking depressing, yes. dude. It's, like, real bad. <laughs> uh, which adds a lot to the show, for sure. Very um, much so. Then then it gets wild when we meet Petey. Yeah, he goes to the he goes to get his, his VIP meal at Pips. He's on the phone Fucking with Mrs. Pips. Selvig again. I know about it's the weird. trash cans. And yeah, and she's like, Oh, are you are you, you out of, are you on a date? Are you out of dinner? And he's like, I'm I'm at yeah, I'm at dinner. Um uh, I'm, I'm at Pips. <laughs> and then as he's talking to her, yeah, Petey just shows up, slides in, and is like, hang up the phone now. Dude, yep. I'm sorry, Mrs. Selvig. They've cooked the food and it's here now. <laughs> it's such like a it's such like such a, a robotic response. I, uh, it's such a bad yeah. <laughs> way to end the conversation. They've cooked the food and it's here now. Goodbye. He's such an awkward person, and I love it. And and I love that the PD greets him with, "Hi, kids. What's for dinner?" Oh my god. And Mark just looks at him. He's like, and he's like, uh, yeah. you wouldn't get it. Right. Oh, dude. And then, yeah, he introduces himself as PD from work. Yep. Mark's like, that's not possible. He's like, yeah, well, I've I've reintegrated. It's fucking insane. I've, I've combined my memories again. I'm the first one who's ever done it. And he's you like, well, he's like, Mark, there's, it's not what they say it is. Yeah, he, you need, you need somebody to push you in that direction to be like, letting outside Mark, like, hey, he's the, he's like the, the catalyst for sure for, yeah. of the events of the show. Yeah, most definitely. He's like, it's not what they say it is. They do, they do things down there. They don't tell people about. Uh, somebody has to know this information. And he gives Mark in case something happens. Yeah, to him. he's like they're probably looking for me. Grainer's probably looking for me now. Uh, and then he leaves, and Mark's like, "So we, so what? Are we like friends or something down there?" And he's like, "I'm your best friend. You're my very good friend." That line kind of hit in a weird way too. I didn't know how to <laughs> interpret that. I was like, oh. "Uh." And then, yeah, he leaves Mark with an envelope with a letter. Yep. It's a birthday card for a niece. But then he wrote, <laughs> yeah. like, but then he wrote like a whole novel on it. Yeah, in an address. 
yeah, gives him an address, tells him uh, it's not what they say it is. They're hiding things. Uh, he says, you and I used to think, used to wonder about what kind of monsters would uh, put us down here, but now I know that we're not the monsters. Dude. It's like a, yeah. It's fucked. And then Mark goes home. Yeah. And as he pulls into his driveway, you hear, Mark. Oh, hi, Mrs. Selvig. Mark, I'm so sorry about the trash cans. And then, yeah, it's it's revealed that Mrs. Selvig is Mark's boss, Miss Cobell. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Mark, <laughs> you're good people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, she hits him with the, my mother was a Catholic. Was a Catholic. I love that shit, dude. I love it. In, dude, it's in so Lumen, good. she it's does the so hell yeah. anthology, and then, oh, dude. Wow, so what a hell of a fucking pilot. Yeah, that's a that's a big, heavy opener, man. That yeah, that ending is like nice. You have to keep watching, bro. You have to keep watching. Um, this like I'm on board fully for this man, and and, in episode two, just kind of keeps the rails going, steps it up, and I got more anxious. Uh, oh, dude, seeing it from seeing yeah, you get you get Helly's first day from Helly's Audi's point of view. Yeah. Get they they show you they the show surgery. you the surgery of the severance procedure and man it's not good it's not good it's it's I don't like it I don't it's like, like it dude I don't, you never watched the Saul movies I'm sure no reminiscent of Saul three Just when they do gore. surgery on his head not as much blood but Ugh. it's like you see the brain yeah. that's a brain right yeah. there I don't like that opening your head up <laughs> you, dude when they pull out the drill oh God. and he's like you're gonna feel some slight vibration now she's just in the chair like. He's taking a picture of her. Dude, see, that's fucking weird, man. (laughs) I was like, this guy's fucking weird. All right. What's going on with that? And Um, then shit. You get to see the hall her hallway scene when she walks out and back in and back out. We finally know what's happening. Yeah, which is really I really don't want to be in there, do I? Yeah, so she she just like in episode one, she kept trying to leave through the stairwell, but our fucking dude, Mr. Milchek, Mr. Milchek is waiting for her. Yeah, she's like, I really don't want to be in there, do I? And he says, you're learning that you do. My fucking God. That's so scary, dude. dude That's such a scary insane. thing to it's say. Insane. And then he hits her. Then he's like, when we heard you were coming here, we were all so excited. What you're doing is wonderful. What you're doing is is monumental. So it makes you. Th- I mean, th- th- it just gives you the impression that the company knows these people on a different level, mm-hmm. and they know they're. From what I'm getting, they know how to. They knew how to manipulate these people into this job, yeah, and how to keep them there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking as of episode two. That's, I mean, yeah, they're like. He's like, we we're so happy. Like maybe this, maybe she doesn't feel wanted or accepted. Like her oh, Audi. So you're telling me it's almost like a cult. <laughs> Lumen. 
What do you mean? It's not like the morning checklist for the senior refiner says verb acknowledge the cure statue either verbally or non-verbally. Dude. Like praise cure. Yeah, and I haven't heard like I don't know much about what cure is except for like he, a couple times I think he came up in episode he's the, 2. He's the the yeah, founder of Lumen. Yeah, he's the founder of Lumen. He's the C. He was the original CEO. Jesus, man, is that the first thing that's on the checklist? It's the th- it's the fourth thing. What is Keir Egan's favorite breakfast? Which yeah. which I'll say it. They, s- Mister Milchek tells Helly what it is at what? the beginning of episode two. Oh, I missed that. When they're staring, when he they're they're up on that walkway, and uh-huh. he, he's like, "Oh, I love to see the sun shine on his face." Yes. Yeah. And they're talking. He's talking to her, and he's I like, "Remember, yeah." Keir Egan would drink like three eggs and milk, like three raw eggs and milk every morning. It was his favorite breakfast. Okay. Yep. Yep. First off, what? Ew! Come on, dude. That's fucked up. That's gross. He's just that. That's the kind of man he is. He goes he's all raw. Apparently. And then yeah. There's the, you get that hallway scene, and then she goes home. And then you get to see it from Heli's perspective, where she goes out and then right back in. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. She comes in, and she's like, so it's Monday? Or so it's so it's tomorrow? Yeah. Mark's like, no, nah, it's actually Monday. A whole weekend went by. That's fucked. It's very, it's, see, I, that hit me, dude. It started getting hard to breathe when I heard that. Dude, I was yeah. like, this is fucked up. Yeah, very much so. You're stuck in these tiny hallways, and they, they really go in depth with the characters a little bit more in this episode. Yeah. You get to know a little bit more about them. Um, like Irving, for example. Dude, Irving. They just kind of show how much he's noticed. You know, this leads into Christopher Walken's um, introduction as well. How much he noticed, like, what they do to change the hallways, what they do to change the design of the place. He's just like so lumen pilled. Irving? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Most definitely. Dude, oh, m- when Mark comes in for the morning checklist and he hides all the he he he's dusting off all the the Yes. the pictures, the group photos. Irving is just like the most lumen pilled member around he's like for sure oh yeah he's he's because mark hides the group photos because he gets sad seeing pd right yeah and then yeah he's like oh they i thought you were the, the i'm pretty sure the handbook actually says you're supposed to leave that them shot. out until yeah he pulls his fucking thing down let's wall. briefly talk about the cubicle setup the space is i love nuts. this because it's a huge office space huge but the cubicles are right next to each other dead center in the middle of the room and there's you know you have a privacy wall on each side but there is just enough space in the middle to where like you can see whoever is diagonal from you and it's just it's all part of making you feel uncomfortably close and claustrophobic yes super effective something i forgot to um, it's so good it's so good and also uh i forgot to bring up in episode one uh, fucking 80% of the time, 
you're looking at a character, they are framed in a box. They're stuck. Yes. They're stuck. Inside of a rectangle, a square, like when he's walking through the hallways, it's just so perfectly centered Mm -hmm. that he is just stuck in there. Yep. Like these characters are in a box, in a prison. It's tucked away at like... In the the m- cinematography is very intentional. In the, in the with middle that. of nowhere, dude. They're they're like in a different dimension at it's this point. Fucking insane. So I just wanted to say that because yeah. and that goes along with the production design I was talking about mm-hmm. at the beginning of the episode. Just very very good stuff. Um, but yeah, concerning characters, he pulls that fucking thing down, Irving, and he's 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 a he's a stickler for the Lumen rules. He's like Mark. I noticed that the group photos are missing. Yeah. And Mark's just like, yeah. Well, well, we're gonna take the new one at Helly's party today. And he puts, puts it, it up. back up, and then like thirty seconds later, he's like, I think in the handbook the rule says that the uh, pictures should be left out until the photo is taken. And Mark just doesn't say anything. Yeah. And he puts it back up and stands up and walks over to the printer. Oh, my God. And comes back over to him, and he's like, Mark, I printed out the section of the handbook with the rule about the group photo, uh, if you'd like to peruse it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on, Irving. Come on, Irv. And then, uh, dude, the scene where you roll the ball, they're doing the work introduction. yeah. That, you know, we get a little bit, we get a little touch of scary milk check there. For a second. Which one's your favorite? Which core principle? I love all nine core principles of Lumen. <laughs> and like that's a th- like the core principles of Lumen? Yeah. What? Right. Core. And then he's like, yeah, which one's your favorite? All nine. Yeah. But today I'm feeling cheer. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then Helly's like, I don't know anything about myself. Sure you do. She's like, um, no, I don't. I've only been awake for about ten hours. Or uh, dude. Yeah, ten hours. It's a lot. And then he grabs he's like, I don't think you understand the concept of this. Yeah. And then he says, Everybody, speaks for this her. is Helly. She's she has weak enamel, and at five foot four, she's the fourth tallest member of your group. Like facts that don't matter at all, but it's just things. And then gives know. like that's his corporate smile. Yeah, exactly. He puts on that face, that smile. Rolls the ball over to Mark. Dude, yeah, Mark. And this is another moment where it he feels like a child mm-hmm. reaction. Mm-hmm. How he kind of fesses up to what he did because Irving, and then Irving's like. Yeah, Irving has his little shit-eating grin on his Fucking face. Fucking dickhead. And he's like, I broke protocol today. I was cleaning the f- group photos, and seeing PD made me sad. Yeah. So I hid them. And then Irving is immediately like, I can confirm that. I, I saw it happen. Yeah. I report. I, I told him. <laughs> and, like, Milchek's smile is like, fading from his face yes he's like he hears that mark broke protocol and he's like dude and he's like well you know i can't like i'm i'm kind of happy that you're having this reaction but like 
I don't, I don't get why Petey gets this reaction out of you when, say, Carol D didn't. Right. Like somebody, yeah. He's like, oh, well, when Carol D left, we knew she was leaving. Which her, her Audi made a goodbye video. Right, yeah. But, but Petey just, one day he wasn't here, and I don't know if he's drunk on the beach or, 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 or hanging out at home or, 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 or dead. And He spirals quickly, yeah. And Melchek cuts him off hard. Yes. And Mark is just like, Dude, it's yeah, hang like a child, man. Hangs his head down. Um, it's it's and insane. then Milchek gets scary. Yeah, for sure. And he he does the whole. Uh, I think a, an important thing to remember is that things like death happen outside of here. You are safe here. That's pretty insane. And I think a proper response to that gratitude is gratitude. Wow. And you know what I also think? That melon isn't getting any juicier. Yeah, because you got the melon like the part. hard cut into the melon party. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. Very good at balancing such scenes, too, you know, throughout the show. Um, it's it's And then right at, like during the melon party, that's when Heli is like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah, she's like, I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I don't feel like doing the whole... Like, oh, well, you can request to quit. Yeah. Good luck with that, get, though. It'll probably get deleted. Well, she walks up to Mark, and she's like, so what are you going to do about Petey? And he's like, oh, I think I think Milchek made it pretty clear. Yeah. And she's like, so what? You're just going to... You have no idea what happened to your best friend, and you're just going to leave it at that? Oof. And Mark is just like, yeah. yeah. Like, Pretty much. He, well, well, he tells her, he's like, well, Mr. Milchuk is a nice person. Yeah. And, you, sh- and you, you should really listen to him because he can't always be a nice person. Yeah, for sure. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Dude, dude, let's talk about Lumen's reward system. Dude, my man Dylan has joined the chat. Dylan has joined the chat. He's like, all right, here you got your erasers. You can win erasers as a prize. You got your finger traps. Uh, symbolic erasers. Yeah, there's the erasers are kind of symbolic because they don't give us pencils. Jesus Christ, what is this? What does it mean? Try to think of what the finger traps represent. And then if you get 100%, you get a caricature picture. And he's got a fucking he's like, desk I got a, He's like, I got a bunch of these. And then he talks about how if... You uh, at the end of the quarter, one of them gets named refiner of the quarter, and they get a waffle party. A waffle party, and he's like, "That shit's mine." So I didn't think go, about it. Go ahead and keep your hazards on, because I'm a shoe in for the waffle party. Yeah. Uh. So he's he's lumen pilled in that regard. Yeah. Dude just grinds. He for doesn't his care shit. about like the principles of lumen. Right. But he's there for the rewards. That's so insane. It's crazy. He's a fun character, though. He brings a lot of brevity yep. and, and lightness to a other otherwise dark kind scary. of scary place. Yeah. Um, especially when black, you know, the 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 walls start to ooze black slime. Dude, Irving. <laughs> what the is fuck like, is happening with Irving, dude? Yeah. My man is just sitting there. I do. I loved that long zoom on him. Yeah. 
And then once right. once you're like fully zoomed in, he's just And then you get that like POV. Goop. The wall Lumen goop. POV, the walls are oozing black goop. Dude, holy shit. I was like, okay. All right. And he's silent. He's just watching it happen until it touches him. And he freaks, and yeah. He freaks out. And then he's like But they think he's dozing off. Like, yeah, he's like, uh, I'm sorry. Dude, when Dylan's like, Oh, well, you're the one who got, you know, sent to the break room for, for dozing off. And dude, Irving's face when he says that. And then Dylan's like, I'm, I'm sorry, that was a little too much. I don't like the break room. No. Um yeah, I'm well during the melon party, that's when the that happens. You get the whole uh Helly says, No, I'm good, I'm I'm gonna quit. And she writes, I quit on a thing. And you and prior to this you have learned that there are code detectors. Yeah, what the fuck? That stop you from uh getting any messages outside of the severed floor. You cannot speak to your Audi. And she just writes I quit on a post it note and runs off into the elevator. Yeah. Before she can get in it. <sighs> The lights go fucking full red. Oh, yeah. And then... Fucking lockdown mode. And then... Like, government... This dude looks like a government agent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Grainer shows up. He pulls her out, looks at the note, and he's like, all right, how about you come with me? He's a very hard face. Like, he doesn't have that fake smile. No. It's, uh... He's like, all, all right, business. you come with me. And then as that's happening, Mark's like outside the door banging on it going, Mr. Grainer, Mr. Grainer. He lets him come in and he's like, oh, I see you found my wayward trainee. Yeah, right. I'm, this is actually, I hate, to, I hate to admit it, but it's my first time training somebody and I guess I forgot to go over data smuggling rules with Heli. So if she tripped the co-detectors, uh, that's, that's on me. On you then. Big department chief now, huh, Marcus? Why are they treating these people so bad, dude? On you, then. It's so fucked up. And then, yeah, he goes into the break room. All right, yeah, you th- you you think that it's uh, it's bad? It's tight? Is it the space is tight enough? No, you go into the fucking break no. room. Walk through this even narrower hallway into this dark room that led to the boss. With right? yeah, Mrs. Uh, or Miss Cobell is in there. Like what the fuck? And then from there, it like hard cuts. You mm-hmm. don't get to, you don't get to see Mark's experience in there. No, but it you you get to hear to his uh, date. Yeah. Oh my god, dude's not doing well. He's just He's drunk. so you're a doula. <sighs> no, it's like a midwife. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm a midwife. a midwife. Yeah. How many births have you like seen? That's like X amount per week, right? Oh my god, it's rough, it's, dude. It's so rough, and he's just like tapping for more whiskey. He's, he's like, dude. And then they leave, and he's just shit faced. Yeah, you get he forgets the where she, she tells him where she's from, and he yeah, and he fucks it up and gets that gets it wrong. Yup, and he's like, oh, those are different places. And then goes and harasses, and then they run into these people. these people on the street who Protesting are like, severance. "Do you have a moment to talk about children's brain health?" And yeah, we're trying to 
boycott a law that's being passed that will force severance on on workers. Force. He's like forced severance. Wow. What about those? What about those self-hating types that that do it to themselves? Dude, it's kind of fucking. You know, I hear insane. that. I hear that severed people actually go to two separate hells. Is that true? Oh my god, it's tense, dude. And then he just like blows up, and he's just like, "All right, let's go." He's like, <laughs> like he's like screaming at this kid, at this yeah. dude, this like college, they look college age. Yeah, like. and and the kid, the the kid, the dude is like, uh, "Severance is not cool, asshole." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, asshole! Nice language. What are you? What are what are you? Fucking twelve? Right? Are you twelve? Right. And the entire time, his date is just like, yeah, dude. He's got the date. She's right next to him. Oof, big ouchies. Yeah, that didn't go well. No, not at all. And then the next day, uh, well, no, before even before right? that, before that, he gets home from his date, and then." Oh my God! And then Miss Cobell, Mrs. Selvig, comes and knocks on the damn door, and is I have like, "No clue how to interpret what happened." I have cookies. I have cookies. I brought you cookies as a peace offering about the trash can. Uh, and she comes in and she's talking to him, and she's like, "Oh, my late husband, God rest his soul, always told me that he'd build us a house in heaven." And he'd work on a guest house, too, in case I had a new suitor when I came up. And Mark's just like, that's, that's nice. very nice. Yeah. And then she, like, turns the, like, awkwardness up even more because she says, he even made the blueprints. I have them in my purse. What? What are you talking about? So fucking weird. I don't know if you know. I mean, you got to know something about Dude, if anything comes of that. I mean, I know a, I know a little bit more about Miss Cobell and and Mrs. Selvig. Yeah. Um it's weird. She's weird, man. Um Yeah. She's definitely seems fucking weird. That's that's I, about all I got. And scary then, and weird. Yeah, scary and weird. And then the next day Mark calls off work. This is a uh, kind of this, this is, is his, wrapping like, up. It's episode like his two. call to action. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. And they're all discussing that he called off that day. Yeah, he calls off and he's talking to Mister Milchek. Yeah, and he's like, "Hi, Mister Milchek. My name is Mark Scout. I'm a severed employee, number like four five two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just I, I I'm calling in because I have uh I'm not I woke up and I'm not feeling so well, and he's like. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. May I ask how serious it is? Yeah. He's like, oh, nothing too serious. Just some minor abdominal pain. Um, I should be back in tomorrow. And there's like a pause. Yeah. And he's like, and then he says, oh, well, I hope you feel better, Mr. Scout. I know your Ennie will be sad to have missed a day. Dear God. That's so fucking off-putting, dude. Ugh. And then, yeah, man, we, we meet Petey, dude, and then we find out a little bit of what goes on in that break room. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Like, I haven't seen it. I've only heard Petey had an audio recording of himself in the break room. I think it sounded like Mark. Mark was in the break room? Okay. He said, well, I mean, because Petey says, like, we both have been in there. Right, right. 
Yeah. Um, it, we get more on PD in this and, and what he's going through as his memories are trying to like, yeah, rebind. Yeah, Mark. Mark lets him come home with him to to get him out of this greenhouse that he's staying in. Yeah, in the basically in that open cold. Yeah, he's like, I have reintegration sickness, and staying in this greenhouse is not really helping. Right. Uh, and so Mark's like, Well, you can come stay with me. Moves him into his basement, which is just so goddamn concerning because Mrs. Selvick be lurking. Dude, she's just watching through the fucking window. She's just you just see a shot of her standing at her window, staring into Mark's house. I hate it so much. It is so uncomfortable. And then, yeah, Petey has a fucking episode in the shower where he sees himself. Dude, another crazy shot, dude. He's in the shower. He looks over, sees Lumen. Like his severed PD yeah. form. Like washing it, like splashing his face with water in like the like the Lumen bathroom. Yeah. But they're in Mark's basement bathroom and he's he sees the two versions of him. And then as soon as he, they see each other, they both like wince in pain. Oh, dude. And he starts to like, he falls back into the shower. I was like, this man is dead. <laughs> Meanwhile, while all that's happening, uh, back at Lumen, they're all yeah they're all wondering about where Mark is. Yeah, uh, Helly gets to bag her first. She does her first job, like yeah. part of her job. She's she. We haven't even talked about that. It's about what their job is, and I don't even know. I still don't really know what's happening. They but sit yeah. at these computers, and it's a big box. That has a bunch of random numbers. Yeah. And you have to sort them into five different boxes based on four separate feelings that the numbers give you, including like fear. And when Mark tells Helly about it at first, she's like, the the, the numbers will be scary. Oh, this four is pretty scary. She's like doing it and she's talking to Dylan and she's like, oh. A seven. He's, he yeah. just says, don't fuck around. I know, yeah. He's like, he gets real, dude. Don't and fuck then, around. yeah, him and him and Irv are, are talking, kind of going at it. Oh, because at that point in time, Irv has gone in for his wellness check. The wellness check. The wellness check. Because, Which I thought was going to be like a nurse. Yeah, because he freaked out about the black goop. Yeah. And uh, he's he's looking at that painting, and then... Out comes the man, the myth, the legend. Christopher Walken, dude. Christopher Walken. Love him so far. Only got about a three-minute scene with yeah, him. Yeah, just him and him and Irv talk for a bit. They bond over their shared love of yeah. the Lumen art. Yes. Yep. Um, Bert is the head of optics and design, another, another uh, branch of the Lumen severed floor. Yep. And uh, yeah, they seem to kind of bond and connect on a level, and then it's time for uh, Irving's wellness session with Miss Casey. Before we talk about that briefly, can I tell you a quote from Ben Stiller? Yeah. (laughs) He was just talking about directing and his experience coming onto set. He's like, so you walk through these these maze-like hallways to get to the set, which is like a crazy white maze-like hallways. Yeah. And at the end of the hallway is Christopher Walken in surgical gloves, which 
was a nightmare I had when I was 10. No, <laughs> like he no, said, like, no. which I'm pretty sure was one of my childhood nightmares. That's insane. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I just like see Christopher Walken like standing like this oh, at the God. end of the hallway. That's so fucking funny. I love it. But yeah, let's talk about this wellness check, man. This kind of everything just throws you for a fucking loop in this show. Like, I was like, okay, he's going to get checked on. My man's seeing black goop. Nope. She He walks in, and this lady is sitting in this chair, and she dims the lights and puts on some like nice ambient sounds. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're going to hear some facts about yourself. Please don't share these facts with anybody else. Your Audi is kind. Your Audi is a friend to the young and the sick and the insane. Your Audi loves the sound of radar. And then, he like, loves films. He loves films and owns a machine that can play them. Dude, and he's like, just like, his every face. time he shows emotion, she's like, please try to enjoy each fact equally. That's 10 points off, nine points remaining. It's like the Hogwarts fucking point system. Yeah, like, and she's like, he's like, what <laughs> points? And she's like, please don't speak, don't talk. Don't talk. That's and then, ten points. And then she he talks again and she's like, if you talk again, the you'll lose all remaining points and the wellness session will end. Jesus, man. And then he gets sad for a moment, but then you know. But then it's he just like, listens to it and then he comes back and he's like, Yes, the wellness session was very refreshing for me. How did you how do you feel about that? How it's just like learning these facts about yourself. I mean it's just, I. It feels fucked up. Yeah. It's just sick, dude. Yeah. It just keeps them. It keeps this... them longing for who they are. Yes. Yes. And then him and uh, Dylan get into it over Bert. Oh, you met Bert? I know Bert. That guy's a fuck. Yeah. Bert is not a fuck. And that's when Helly's like, guys, guys. Yes. That one. He's like, "Yep, go ahead, partition it off." Oh my God! You see the perimeter. The way that they're just like <laughs> over her shoulder, go like on, look. Go at... on, just like you, just like you did. And she opens up the box. She's like, <laughs> and puts the numbers in the box. Yeah. And then he's like, Dylan's like, boom, fucking refined. And then yeah. uh, Irv is like, hip hip heli. <laughs> fucking God, Irv. She's just like, it was scary. The the numbers were scary. Do you know more about that? No. Are you serious? How oh, there's I, I, there's still like oh my god there's, there's still a lot, a lot to go. There's a lot of questions that get brought up. That's insane, man. So that's that's episode two. That's, yeah, that's episode two for you. That is uh, Severance, man. The first two episodes. I hope we we gave a good overview and we really got the tone out to you guys. I can't get over it right now i'm very i'm very much in this it's so good very excited to finish it up uh let us know your thoughts yeah hit us with some comments you know like comment subscribe to hit our channel bell. hit that motherfucking bell ring a ding um that's all we got for you guys this week please watch severance uh it's please. it's, it's so a 10 good. out of 10 it's show so for good. me right now uh you've watched the whole thing what would you give the rating um I don't know, probably like a nine, nine point five. That's fair, man. From season one, for me, it was a pretty, pretty strong hit. Yeah, most definitely, I agree. Very impactful. 
All right, guys, that is all we got for today. I am your host, Zach Gosen. I'm your co-host, Andrew Hall. And we will be seeing you next time. Sayonara. Sayonara. <laughs>